chapter ninety five of the social war of nineteen hundred or the conspirators and lovers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the social war of nineteen hundred or the conspirators and lovers by simon landis chapter ninety five dr juno with his picked soldiers brands the pharisees it is a long lane that has no turn and whilst the proprietors of the daily philadelphia newspapers have had everything their own way for many years having maliciously libelled dr juno and shut him out of the advertising columns of these public organs to which all citizens have a right in other words they might as well have gone to his safe and robbed it as to rob him of the right of advertising his lawful business whilst they could continually publish lies of the vilest character about him but at last the tables were turned again the young men's association had him arrested and cast into prison whilst those who were dependent upon him suffered agony the judges and ring officials all chimed in with the newspaper and sabbatarian conspirators hence he arrested every one of these people male and female and had them imprisoned in the same prison where they had him incarcerated years before and as the tables were now being completely turned he considered it his duty to disgrace them for their deep-dyed hypocrisy and low conduct therefore he did not shoot them but after retaining them in prison for several months until he had drawn up and published the new constitution he took them out into the large park and in the presence of the multitude branded them on their foreheads in the following words bloody conspirator shun him like a reptile or die dr juno previous to indelibly branding these vipers made the following speech to the people after forming a large circle by his soldiers the vipers standing in a group in the centre and the speaker in front of them on an elevated platform friends and fellow-citizens i do not glory in the downfall of a sinner or of an enemy but when we study god and his wonderful works and fixed laws we can readily ascertain what is our duty even though that duty may not be a pleasantry i would much rather see a sinner and an enemy repent and turn from error to right than punish him myself however god punishes all transgressors and if we are his children and are commanded to have dominion over the things of earth we are compelled to punish those who would if they could lead the innocent and unsuspecting into the broad road to hell it becomes us to exhort a straying fellow-creature first but if he is haughty and self-righteous in his course of sinfulness then it becomes our christian duty or call it a natural duty if you prefer that expression to punish or disgrace such scribe pharisee and hypocrite here you behold a group of men and women to whom i have appealed for years in the strongest language possible to repent of their degrading and haughty sinfulness but they spurned the law of god and the cause of mankind which i have laid before them they have robbed us all of that knowledge and those means by which the people might have regained their natural godly christ-like state long ago they have despised the working people applause 
whilst they have used every cunning device to rob them of their hard-earned money and in the lofty guise of being charitable they gave thousands of dollars publicly of the people's lucre to their so-called charitable institutions to show unto men that they gave alms liberally and with this flourish of trumpets they advertised themselves in the most heinous manner and thereby shut up your eyes when they could with impunity steal millions of your hard-earned money thus they have made themselves lords of creation by robbing you and elevating themselves to moses's seat when they were the very vipers whom jesus of nazareth hath denounced with the utmost terrible curses tremendous applause these vipers have not shown any sign of penitence and if they had it now in their power as they have had for nearly a quarter of a century they would do the same acts and glory in being the chosen elite whilst the greasy mechanic who is not good enough to wipe their fine feet upon as the honourable bluster gibbons said in his speech before the court in which i was tried and convicted vociferous applause look at them now what a scared set of forlorn and crime distinguished set of sinners they are when shown up to the illiterate coarse dirty working people enthusiastic applause should we pity them does god pity such arch fiends when he sends them to their own orthodox hell which they have pictured and laid out for you for your special benefit if you do not fall down and wince like curs and give them your everything and worship them for being so generous charitable and good as to give to the poor thousands their giving has only been a sham a public bait an antichrist manner of giving alms yet these wretches usurped the name of saints of being the chosen people because they were wicked apt shrewd and niggardly enough to hoodwink you terrific applause you who were good enough to pay the taxes which they saddled upon you whilst they made you believe that they indeed they paid the heavy taxes cannot you now see with half sound senses that these monsters were your worst enemies the enemies of god the mockers of jesus christ see the fifth sixth seventh tenth and twenty-third chapters of st matthew in the new testament and the degenerators and murderers of pure innocent defenceless little children yes they teach doctrines so unnatural and heinous that cause the birth of innocence by haphazard who inherit hereditary and congenital diatheses from the unhealthy state of the parents and when millions of sickly little lambs are called to life who should not have seen the light of day they dose and drug them and in one thousand and one ways infringe upon god's fixed laws and plaster it all over by prayers and rhapsodical speeches made by their canting preachers the applause at this point was deafening and continued for minutes it would be too great a charity to send these most wicked wretches to their long account so i propose to brand them indelibly on their foreheads and cheeks with this instrument which i had prepared for all such sinners and i shall order the execution of its decree this shall be esteemed an everlasting and the greatest disgrace that can befall a creature the decree is this bloody conspirator shun him like a reptile or die should in course of time 
any of these wretches prove worthy to have this stigma removed i will cause a countersign which when planted across this will redeem them from the odium that this brands them with when they shall be looked upon as working people in conclusion let all take warning how they disregard the voice of god and the naturalists and with heartfelt sympathy for each according to the deeds done in past days i now order the officers to brand each one of these persons on this elevated stand so that all may see the work executed great applause the bald eagle proprietor of the oracle was the first man who had the dose administered he looked sheepish enough and some of the spectators cried aloud daub him on his bald head give him a double dose there is sufficient room on that glossy and hardened scalp these remarks caused immense mirth which seemed to be a hard pill to take for the fellow who had lived like a nabob in a one hundred thousand dollar castle every cent of which was wrung out of the working people's pockets when they were all branded dr juno entered again upon the stand and said i order that these people will be taken back to prison and kept there until i see how the new order of things works they were now marched to moyamensing the band following in their rear playing the rogues march End of chapter ninety five